This is a Boathouse Studios podcast. To support this podcast and other podcasts like it, visit patreon.com slash Boathouse Studios. That's Boathouse Studios, B-O-A-T-H-A-U-S Studios. House spelt the German way. Hey, Apuja's called. This Friday, Lisa's team is playing Bart's team. You're in direct competition. And don't go easy on each other just because you're brother and sister. I want to see you both fighting. Fighting for your parents' love. Fight, 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 fight. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I realized I probably should have done like a like a conductor's. <laughs> yeah, you should have. But like, it's 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 fine. It was genuine. It's off the cuff. Yeah, it was a yeah. genuine moment that we so rarely get to experience. It's true. Uh, welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. My name is Greg. My name is Alan. And today we are talking about one of the great episodes of the series, Lisa on Ice. Uh, it's the hockey one. Yeah. <laughs> what did the Simpsons know about hockey? Yeah, not Score. much. They don't know much about hockey. <laughs> uh, they know just about as much about hockey as they know about France. Yeah. So. They know about as much. Uh, they they know about as much about hockey yeah. as uh, Americans do. Yeah, yeah. In general, as America in general. Um, which is interesting when you think they've got how many teams do they have? A 23? lot. Three. <laughs> Twenty three hockey teams. Something like that. In America? More than that. Is it 24 now? Or is it 25? 25 hockey teams? Wow. Oh, yeah. How many do we yeah. have? Six? We've got seven. Seven. Yeah, we've got seven. Wait, it's 24. Because <laughs> 31 total teams now, yeah. right? Yeah. After the Vegas Golden Knights yeah, joined the... that's right. And uh, Adam, you're back. I am back. Yeah. It's great to be here. We have uh, Adam DeHatchik. Is that is that a correct pronunciation? Yep. Nailed it. Uh, <laughs> Flawless. Yeah. Back in the guest chair. Um, yeah. Happy to have you back. It's been a while. Great to be here. It's been a while since I said I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's never do that again. No. Couldn't uh, have picked a better episode, though. <laughs> what? Couldn't have picked a better episode, though. I'm, I'm really happy to get a chance to uh, talk about hockey and The Simpsons at the same time. Isn't this, it great? Yeah. This, this is really just a fantastic day for one, all involved. <laughs> one might say it only comes once. <laughs> Yeah, they yep. only ever they never, they they never touch ever again. Yeah. <laughs> Except for when they go to Canada, I believe. Oh, and they talk about like the free healthcare, and Homer jumps in front of a car. Yeah, he's like, "I'm rich." <laughs> Sounds an awful lot like not classic Simpsons. It's definitely you not know classic it. Simpsons. <laughs> but that's a funny joke, though. <laughs> right, taken out of context of the Simpsons, it's a funny joke. I do remember enjoying the Canada episode overall. But, oh, but maybe just because I was like, "Hey, that's where I'm from." Yeah, that's exactly why I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do. I do seem to recall. Oh, I see you driving the left up here. No, ma'am, I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. Good yeah. as a standalone bit. I don't know if the whole episode still holds up yeah. or not. Yeah, I think it's that's been a, a while lot. Since I've seen that that's one. that's a lot of uh, of that episode. It's just like, yeah, the bits work. Ever like? Does it ever feel like when Canadian culture or um, Canada itself makes it into like these huge popular? Uh, series, you feel like it's like, oh, we've made it. I made it. I'm part of this country, and we're being recognized on The Simpsons. Finally, someone Finally. noticed. Yeah. <laughs> like, whenever they mention Canada on The Simpsons, I'm like, yay. 
<laughs> even in the yeah. even in the PTA disbands, where it's like it's almost impossible to find Canada all tucked away down there. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, shall we? Um, we have a couple of things to take care of. Sure. How have yeah. you been, Greg? I've been like. I've been having some fun. Yeah. Yeah. I've been in Banff. I get to yeah. wake up every morning to the sun hitting the mountains just right. Mm. And uh yeah. I'm I don't know if you've ever uh been to the Fairmont to stay. I've um, never uh stayed overnight there, no. no. Um well there's very few places that I could actually say were like the a, a human made building as opposed to an alien made building. Uh <laughs> <laughs> wait. <laughs> Uh, is this Greg's conspiracy corner? Yes, it is. <laughs> welcome to uh, welcome to Greg's conspiracy corner. We have two very special guests today, <laughs> Alan Johnson and Adam DeHatchik. So nine eleven guys, yay, didn't happen. Didn't ha- exactly right. We're going to talk about how it didn't happen. But first of all, we're going to talk about the uh, various alien made buildings that are in our midst. We live in one. Yeah. Well, I believe, uh, from my understanding, your contention is that every building except for the Fairmont, has been made by aliens. That is correct, yes. Okay, yeah. yeah. Positively every building. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I can confirm at least seven of those buildings. So I'm, I'm, on, I'm on your side. Okay, good. Now, is, is this also an inside job by Big Shaq and the Doritos Company, or, uh, <laughs> or, or are they uh, unrelated on this Illuminati. one? The, yeah, th- these ones are actually, these, these, <laughs> ones, are, these ones are different. It, those are two different conspiracies. Uh, we'll save the other one for another episode, but you'll have to tune in next time on Greg's Conspiracy Corner. Welcome back to Two Bad Neighbors. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we were in the segment, How Have You Been? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, and yep. I've, been, I've been doing a Christmas Carol. Yeah. Um, where I play so many characters. Uh, I play Jacob Marley. I play Bob Cratchit. I play Young Scrooge. And I play Tiny Tim. As a puppet, <laughs> that's that's some range. That's great. I, uh, yeah, it's great. It's a lot of fun. If you want to come and see it, just you know, email me and I'll get you a discount code. T- Tiny Tim's beard is very lush and healthy for a sickly child. He's a puppet. Well, <laughs> that makes far more sense. My favorite version of Christmas Carol ah is a Muppet Christmas Carol. Me too. Did you know that? Imagine that. <laughs> I. I love that one. I I'd just watched it with my housemates uh, again. Yeah. I, I watched it on the 1st of December, actually. Uh, Isn't it wonderful? I, I watch it every year, usually on, on Christmas. I actually missed it last year, so mm. I was like, I'm going to watch it twice this year. So. Good call. <laughs> so I watch it on 1st of December, and I'm going to watch it again on Christmas Day. Nice. Um, but yeah, I think it's ge- I think it's genuinely one of the one of the better uh, adaptations of that story. Um, yeah. It's it's actually very faithful as well. Uh, it's extremely faithful. Yeah, which I, I never really realized as a kid, of course, and then found out. And then I, I actually went to see uh, Theater Calgary's Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, a lot of this is in <laughs> Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah. <laughs> like these actual lines and stuff. And uh, Like yeah. a lot of the narration, that yeah. like all the narration that Gonzo does is right is, from the book. Is, yeah, is uh, from Dickens himself. Yeah, which is great. Sir Charles Dickens. I love them throwing... The I love Gonzo in that movie. I mm-hmm. love that Dickens is actually in the. It's in a nice. The story. Uh, it's a nice way to tie it all all together. Yeah, so yeah. Charles Gonzo, I believe. Yeah, <laughs> and it also um it, it also makes the uh the Ghost of Christmas Yet to Come even scarier. Oh man, because uh, Gonzo and Rizzo bail on yeah, him. Yeah, they're like we're we're out of here. Yeah, this is too scary. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, it's the best. Um, but yeah, I do like. I think Michael Caine 
is like the perfect Scrooge. He he really I really believe him in all facets of his uh, his role, mm-hmm. which is very important for the Scrooge character, I yeah. think. Because mm. um, the hardest part's the transformation. Yeah, and it, but it's also just like making it believable that he can be this cruel at the beginning and this like whimsical and lovely at the end. Yeah. And Michael Caine nails both. He does. And obviously nails the transformation in between yeah. as well. Um, the Scrooge that we've got is pretty great. Uh, I know the Scrooge that you have. Ryan? Ryan Luning. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's I worked with him on a couple shows. Uh, Ground Zero, his his company. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It, and he's um he's he's nailing it. Good. So it's it's really nice to see that. Um, how about you, man? Uh, yeah. Uh, things have been good. Uh, I've been uh just kind of working and uh prepping for Christmas. Uh, since I got back from my trip, and then uh, in the new year, I uh, hope to actually do some new year's resolutions to get some life things back on track. <laughs> so you resolve to resolve. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I like that. Um, I, I've always been kind of a, not against new year's resolutions, but just kind of like, Oh, like, you know, I understand them, but you know, if you want to change something in your life, just do it. And, uh, now I kind of understand because I'm like, I'm so busy right now that I'm just like, I can't get in the right mindset to actually like reboot certain things, certain habits and that kind of thing. So I'm just like, instead of like trying to fuss over it now, with like Christmas shopping and holidays, all yeah. that stuff. It's like, I'll just do it in the new year when it's like, things are fresh, things feel fresh. I'm pretty sure that's why the Illuminati put the new year there. That is the exact yeah. reason. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, this has been a sub episode <laughs> of Greg's Conspiracy <laughs> Corner. A hidden episode, if you will. We are taking artwork submissions. <laughs> now, now, the only thing I'm not clear on is. Um, whether the Illuminati are the owners of uh, World Health, Gold's Gym, Good Life Fitness, or just all three. All three. Oh, so it's the illusion it's, of it's, choice. It's the triangle. It's oh, the Illuminati triangle. Of course. That's right, it's right yeah. there. It's, it, it's, it's staring you in the face every day. Like Wake poetry. up, sheeple. Lambs to <laughs> the cosmic slaughter. <laughs> Sorry, I got a little carried away there. You always do. Um, we, did a, uh, we did an interview today. We sure did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, two in 24 hours. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we got interviewed for uh, Metro News here in Calgary, and we also got interviewed on CBC Radio, uh, the uh, home stretch, mm-hmm. and uh, just chatting about this show and our favorite episodes and our love of The Simpsons. Yeah, I mean, like, so anybody, like, anybody who listens to this podcast, you probably missed it, but you didn't really need to hear it because you already listen and you know where this podcast came from. And <laughs> I guess what I'm trying to say is um, thanks for listening to us so much that CBC wanted to talk to us about it. And also uh, <laughs> thanks to anyone who may be tuning in because of those. Yeah, interviews. absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Um, it's uh, welcome. It's, it's really cool. Yeah. If this is your this first, this is what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, we riff on things. We ramble sometimes yeah. and eventually talk about the Simpsons. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> We'll, we'll get there, but it's yeah. a, it's a it's a steady process. It's you know? like we reward loyalty. So, yes. like if you stick with us, then you get some really choice yeah. dissection and uh, yeah, we're like Trump an- analysis of we, uh, we reward loyalty. We oh. do that. Yeah, I mean, come always, on, can why we do you talk about compare that? us to Trump? Let's talk about politics for a little bit. <laughs> Welcome to our politics podcast <laughs> called the Trump Dump. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. So how about those American politics, Greg? <laughs> yeah. All right. That has been the Trump dump. <laughs> so <laughs> welcome back to Two Bad Neighbors. We are going to dive into our mailbag real quick. Nice. Here we got some uh, some stuff written in by some uh, some nice people and listeners. Um, 
First off, we did get a uh, nice long message from Justin. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he's from Newfoundland and uh, also a follower of uh, The Real Gyms, a uh, friend of the show. Um, and uh, he <laughs> he actually listened to some of our uh, Cinepals episodes as well and uh, What Went Wrong and talked about how uh, he very much agrees with our analysis of The Revenant. Oh, so. I did. I read this email. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. Thank you so much, Justin. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yes. Yeah. Um, I respect a, a you very little, much, uh, Alan. <laughs> but frankly... I agree with everything that you said. <laughs> um, a quick little, what's his story? Yeah. Um, so uh, his parents were twenty-ish when when they had him. Uh, so and that was in '93. Uh, and I'll saw it, brag so about he, it, young one. So he so he saw he saw the show through his parents, which I think is interesting because yeah, that is a lot of us. Are, that's kind of the opposite, right? Yeah. Where our parents were like, "Don't watch it," or just you know. We don't care about it. Well, our parents were lame. Exactly. His you, parents sound he had cool. Cool parents. Yeah. <laughs> um, My parents don't listen to this. So <laughs> the first thing they've ever listened to in regards to this podcast was that radio. Was that radio spot? There so. you go. And they didn't much care for it. They did not. <laughs> <laughs> My mom texted me and was like, "I didn't understand that." <laughs> <laughs> so what are you doing with your life, <laughs> um, moms? Am I right? <laughs> just trying, mom. I'm just uh, but trying. He, so he goes on to say that uh, he did get to. Uh, kind of share this with his dad. Um, you know, the Simpsons, uh, it was kind of a, a father-son thing, which is nice. Um, and uh, <laughs> so the Simpsons taught him when he was 11 to not always trust marketing because one day at Walmart, he saw a DVD titled Bart Wars, and the box art showed Bart as Luke Skywalker, lightsaber battling Homer as Vader. Uh, He's excited to buy it because he thought it would be something like uh, what Family Guy did with... Uh, uh, Blue, Blue Harvest, Blue Harvest yeah, yeah, where they yeah. basically retold the uh, the story with Simpsons characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was very disappointed because he realized it was just four Bart-centric episodes and the Mark Hamill episode. <laughs> so that was their tie into Star Wars. Great job, um, Fox, killing it as usual. But then, of course, it uh, the upside is it had what would he would later consider his favorite episode, Marge Be Not Proud. So, oh, that one, yeah. that one, oh yeah, that one, that one is tough to watch. Um, yeah, but, and then, uh, yeah, he goes into some other stuff that's very, uh, uh, personal. I don't know if I want to air it, but it's very, very touching, uh, the way Simpsons has kind of helped him through some hard times. Um, you and me both, but man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, he says a lot of people around his age haven't seen much classic Simpsons, um, including his new girlfriend who had seen zero episodes before they started dating. Uh, he's working on it though. (laughs) And even the people who have seen it don't seem to have much appreciation for it. To most people, he knows it's just a show that they watch in syndication sometimes. Uh, so that's why he's, you know, uh, liked enjo- uh, listening to our show and basically chat about uh, a show that he doesn't really get to chat about with his friends, which is, uh, which is a shame, but understandable, because well, that's we'll kind of stuff we've talked about, too, where it's like, like we have friends who don't mm-hmm. listen or don't care about the show, and it's harder to get a good connection with them <laughs> versus, <laughs> you know, those that do. So yeah. So we get it, and uh, thank you for that nice long message. Uh, I mean, we'll always be here. Yeah, un- unless one Until of us season ten dies tragically. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh boy! Uh. So, so that's, that's foreshadowing, is it? Because no one. So uh, the other one I wanted to mention real quick yeah. uh, is by Ryan, mm-hmm. um, and he actually uh, wrote into us a while back. Uh, ask us, asking us about Gravity Falls, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, but he 
was listening to the Bart's Girlfriend podcast and heard me talking about my Disney trip. And uh, turns out he has a Disney Parks podcast. Yes, I read this one too. Um, so a uh, little plug for that podcast, if you haven't listened to it, it's called Boardwalk Talk. Um, now pay us. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how it works. Um, and uh, they, yeah, they talk about uh, Disney Parks and theme parks in general. And uh, he invited us to come on to a show uh, at yes. some point. So uh, I, I was going to write back, but then I decided why not just uh, announce it on the air. Yeah. So, so yeah, we'd love to come on to your show and talk about Disney parks uh, or any parks, really. As you know, I enjoy talking about those things. So I'll come, too. Yeah, Greg will be there. And, <laughs> <laughs> and he can ask us questions about yeah. what's, a, what's a theme park. Hey, um, what's a theme park? <laughs> what's a queue? I call them lions. <laughs> <laughs> lions? Yes, lions. All right. Um, <laughs> couple other quick uh, things in the mailbag here. Um, We've been gone a while. Our mailbag fills up. Yeah, it's true. Um, I just want to mention quickly from... Uh, this is from... Oh, I don't know if you left a name, actually. I thought I'd double... Rudiger. It's Rudiger, yeah. Let's say it's, it. it's old Rudiger. Rudiger, sir. Um, <laughs> uh, this is from... Pretty normal media is what I'm going to say because that's the email address. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but basically, he was asking us about the Mr. Bone, Mr. Burns, a post-electric play. Yes. Um, which we, we have chatted about briefly on yeah, the show a have. couple times, I think. Yeah. But um, for those that ha- aren't aware, it's a weird post-apocalyptic play that I've read, not seen, but I've read the play. I actually own the play because um, I maybe want to do it one day. <laughs> That would be fun. Yeah, it's a long ways uh, away, but it might happen one day. Um, and if not, hopefully someone in Calgary does it, yeah. then I can go watch it. Yeah. But yeah, it's a weird thing about uh, specifically the episode Cape Fear and uh, how narratives evolve over time. And basically there's no copy of Cape Fear anymore, but people in this apocalypse know of it and they recount it to each other. And then eventually they put on their own stage play version of it and it's devolves into being very, very different than the actual episode. And, yeah, it's fascinating. It's a fascinating piece of work. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he did see it, uh, this person who wrote us. So uh, he said it was not great. <laughs> uh, a lot of fat that needed tripping, but it was a Simpsons play. And if nothing else, the concept was fascinating. So uh, he's glad he got to see it. And that's kind of how Ife described it as well. Yeah. Uh, he told me when he saw it in Chicago, he's like, it's not like, amazing or anything but it's it was really interesting and he's glad he saw it so yeah yeah um so thanks for that uh last one in our mailbag this is a quicker one um from eleanor uh he just wanted to say he really loved the podcast oh, uh and he's uh he's enjoying our podcast ever since uh real jim's uh episode of course uh interesting what we have to say in every simpsons episode his favorite episode is homer the great and uh, hopefully we get to it soon. I believe it's in a couple episodes. Yeah, it is. So a couple of, it's, we're on the disc. We're, we're almost there. Yeah. <laughs> um, he also wants to know if we've seen BoJack Horseman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> have we seen BoJack? <laughs> yes. Uh, All right. <laughs> Stay tuned for uh, Greg's new BoJack Horseman podcast um, uh, coming up after this. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, I've I've seen I've seen every episode of BoJack Horseman. I think it's a fucking brilliant show. It's great. Yeah. It's yeah, I had a hard time getting into it at first. Uh, it's hard to get into. Most well mostly cuz I just saw snippets of it when other people in my house when I was living with uh, some other roommates were watching yeah. it and I was just like, "Oh, okay. They're the first season is animals and well, the first season's very punny. 
Well, yeah. Right. And and that's why I was kind of like, all right, I get it. There's but, just some punny animal yeah. jokes. And by the time the second season rolls around, the puns are very clever. Yeah. Right. They actually well, and it just, it, yeah, I don't know. clever, it just, and they do some like really fun wordplay that plays along with making a show that is absolutely absurd. Maybe the best television portrayal of depression I've ever seen. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I love Mr. Peanut Butter. <laughs> Mr. Peanut Butter is great. Uh, Paul F. Tompkins I is I love Paul F. Tompkins so much. Yeah. He's one of my favorite voiceover comedian people. He's got like eight podcasts. Yeah. And, and they're he's great. he's hilarious. Um, anytime he's been on like Comedy Bang Bang or any of those shows, he oh, just... Oh, he makes like... He, he makes, makes those a, shows. He makes the episode, yeah. yeah. Like... Comedy Bang Bang, I don't like Comedy Bang Bang unless... I usually just listen to their year-end wrap-ups. Yeah. Because then they just count down the best segments from yeah. the past year. And I'm like... And Paul F. Tompkins uh, co-hosts the, the wrap-up. So it's yeah. the best of both worlds. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so that's that's our thoughts on BoJack Horseman. He also wants to know our review on Bob's Burgers. Have you ever seen that one? I have, yeah. Uh, when Show Me was still a thing. Yeah. Uh, it had a bunch of seasons of Bob's Burgers on there. Yeah, I think I watched the first three seasons. <laughs> yeah. I want to say. Um and uh, there was a uh, there was a Christmas episode that just aired. Okay. Um and you know how they have like a burger special, mm-hmm. right? And it was the uh, Eb Blue Neezer burger. Eb <laughs> 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 Blue Cheeser. It, it, yeah. Maybe? No, it was the Eb Blue Neezer, as in the okay. Blue Cheese, but it was the Eb Blue Neezer burger. Right. Yeah. It was. But they didn't want to put cheese in there. No. Seems like it was one step away. Yeah, I think that was the point. All right. <laughs> Is Eb Blue Cheeser too much? I think it would have been better, personally. No, it would have been. Okay. <laughs> no, you're absolutely... No, we're better writers than Bob's Burgers. We, <laughs> no, we know this. No, I think, it, I think it would have been, but I don't think Bob's that clever. Oh, I see. <laughs> it, was a, it was an in-universe yeah. uh, purposeful... But um, as far as, as, far as the, the series as a whole goes, I think it's very, very funny. I think um, H. John Benjamin is maybe one of the... Uh, along with like Paul F. Tompkins, one of the best voiceover actors working today. Um, He's so funny, and that Bob he can uh, that he can play Bob and Archer at the same time, mm-hmm. and have basically the same voice for both of them, and yet his it, it, like his inflections and mannerisms change just enough that you buy him as a secret agent and as a everyday working schlub, a la Homer Simpson. Right? It's just like, and they merged that in one episode of Archer. Did you know that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Where he Archer thinks that he's Bob. Yeah, he thinks he's Bob. (laughs) It's Um, it's a really clever episode. Season four, I believe. Yeah, it was the opener. Yeah. Yeah. And if anyone is a fan of those shows, I do recommend checking out Home Movies. It's an older cartoon that John Benjamin did a a character, a couple characters for, uh, Coach McGurk specifically. And uh, is that? It it was one of my favorite shows uh, when it was airing, and uh, I still really like it. Uh, I haven't gone back to it in a while, though. I gotta rewatch that show. It's uh, it's weird. The first season, Squiggle Vision, uh, the animation style. So it's a okay. little uh, hard to kind of get past when, like, because you watch it and you're just like, oh, this looks odd. It's mm-hmm. like uh, Doctor Cats or um, I think Sticking Around technically used Squiggle Sticking Vision. Sticking Around, I don't know for sure, but yeah. oh, there's a throwback. <laughs> yeah, but hey, Arnold. Uh, Sticking around. Season, season two, it, it goes to flash animation, and it's, uh, so it's much smoother, obviously, yeah. and it becomes a little less weird to watch. But it's it's just got so many great jokes. Yeah. Created by uh, Brendan Small, who also did Metalopocalypse, if you're a fan of that. So. I am not. <laughs> I, I meant our listeners, but... <laughs> 
But that's our mailbag. Uh, thanks, everyone, for writing us. Thanks, all of you who uh, also comment on Facebook and whatnot. Uh, and thanks we, for everybody who's liked us on Facebook. Yeah, we you're the reason, likes. You're the reasons why we did a bonus episode. I should by we, I mean, mean the me. royal we, uh, <laughs> the organization, Two Bad Neighbors. That's right, yes. The... <laughs> Uh, I was uh, I was unceremoniously left out of the <laughs> bonus episode. You which, were in Banff, which I mean, you made your choice. You could have phoned, no, and been like, "Hey, what do you think of this song?" And then, like, I could have done a. Well, why don't you do a quick uh, quick rundown? Oh, um, what do you think of those songs in general? They are utter garbage. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Like I the, the when when you guys were playing them, mm-hmm. uh, that was the first time I'd heard them. Oh yeah, um, the Randy Newman one. <laughs> Holy shit! Um, uh, wow. Yeah. Wow. It's fascinating relic of uh, it is. It's it, like it is utterly fascinating, yep. and I'm glad it exists. Yeah. But I'm also like, eh. have you ever listened to the Yellow album? No. That's what that's what'll be next. That's next. <laughs> Hooray. Next bonus episode. <laughs> yeah. The yellow album. Super duper. Uh Lisa on Ice. Yeah, let's get let's get into it. Yeah. Shall we? We we didn't really do a how have you been for Adam, but uh I mean who cares? Yeah. Uh <laughs> You're still uh you're 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 still hosting, right? The Simpsons trivia. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I cause going strong. Well I mean because like you lost the host. We did lose a host. Yeah. Uh, Ezra has retired yeah, from he's, hosting he's alive. Trivia. Yeah, he's, I mean, he <laughs> yeah. was just on an episode. Yeah, yeah, he was. Uh, oh, geez, real, uh, real, real sad story. He's our uh, sound guy now. Uh, <laughs> uh, he was actually demoted. It wasn't. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, he didn't make the choice. Yeah, it, was it, was, like, it was a unilateral decision <laughs> by Adam. The uh, the bar just decided to go in a different direction. You know. Um, you know, away from Ezra. <laughs> <laughs> Frankly, Ezra, trivia is a family event. <laughs> Maybe single people go to trivia. We don't know. Frankly, we don't want to know. <laughs> we made that exact joke at the very last trivia. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, uh, but, uh, yes, Shia has been uh, hosting Simpsons Trivia with me for uh, about four months now. We just wrapped up our uh, last show of 2017. And we're coming back strong in the new year. Lovely. Saturday, January 13th, 2018. Hashtag time for chili. Nice. nice. Very nice. This episode is called Lisa on Ice. Yeah. This was directed by Bob Anderson, written by Mike Scully, mm. and originally aired November 13th, 1994. The, uh, the premise, as, as it were, is that uh, for some reason <laughs> Bart and Lisa are uh, in uh, on Pee Wee hockey teams? Yeah, Lisa and, uh, is given. Well, we find out the reason for Lisa, Lisa. Lisa's given a much better reason. Yeah. as to why, but as to why Bart is Bart is just like, hey, I need new hockey skates and or whatever. That's the first and time it's like, it comes yeah, up. Yeah, it's like, oh, they all act like this is normal. Like yeah. this is a normal thing you've been doing for a while, and is very good at it. Apparently, like, did so. Mike Scully go to Canada, or like go to a well, or go to a LA Mike Scully Kings is game? a is a fan of hockey. Wait, what, what year uh, did this come out again? 94. 94? Yeah. So the LA Kings had Gretzky. Yeah, yeah, yeah they still had a, him. Yeah. Right. And this was this would have aired during the lockout. Yeah. It was November 94. Oh. oh, wow. That's crazy. So the audience would have even been starved for <laughs> hockey. Well, yeah. uh, well Give this them episode what they was want. on. Yeah. 
Yeah. But yeah, Mike Scully uh, specifically wrote this episode because he was a fan of hockey and he wanted to do an episode about it. So he just retconned the fact that Bart's a peewee hockey player. And uh, I guess the Can director is also a fan. Bob Anderson mm-hmm. was also a peewee hockey fan. So, so they kind of worked, collaborated together on the episode to make it what it is. So there you go. But that's, I mean, yeah, that's the plot. <laughs> They're on a hockey team and they go against each other. Yeah. Rivals. Yeah. It's a wonderful sibling rivalry episode. Yes. Uh, and and that's what that's what truly makes up the the heart and uh, which is which is really great because like you have so much going on there's no need for a B plot, right? It's just Lisa's playing hockey now mm-hmm. and how does this affect them as siblings? Um, so what did we think of this episode overall? Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Okay. Adam? Thumbs all the way up. It's definitely <laughs> one of my favorites. Yeah? Of the season or in general in the Golden Age? Definitely the season, maybe ever. Yeah? Like I really put together like a comprehensive uh, Simpsons episode ranking, although... Well, then f- you haven't lived, sir. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard. Well, that, <laughs> oh, is, I, yeah. I can imagine it is. Now, overall favorite, uh, as I've mentioned before, probably is a star is Burns mm. with uh, You Only Move Twice in a Close Second. Uh, mm-hmm. So definitely, I've already uh, <laughs> cemented that uh, Star yeah. is Burned spot uh, <laughs> in the very, very distant future scenario where uh, Two Bad Neighbors reaches it. But uh, <laughs> that's not far. It's, actually, uh, it's the season. It's yeah, it's the season. Yeah, I have you marked down for that episode, so yeah. you'll be back near the end of the season. Even better. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, Greg, sort of to your point about uh, like the Simpsons or any other massive international pop culture phenomenon mentioning uh, Canada. Mm-hmm. I sort of felt this way about this episode in hockey mm-hmm. because where was it ever during <laughs> the Simpsons? And uh, <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, um, <laughs> you almost never see Springfield in winter unless it's like a very specifically winter centric episode. But the fact that it yeah. just suddenly showed up like, look at all this hockey stuff. I was quite excited to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But- <laughs> I love that. We're it's noticed. Like, we matter. Well, well, like they they show it in winter for a scene, right? It's like it's snowing outside for a moment, and then it's sunny for the rest <laughs> of the time. Why? Because they don't have to animate the snow, right? <laughs> like it's Unseasonal. They don't, it's cheaper. Yeah, and they don't need to have it take place in winter because no. it's indoor hockey. Yeah. Like it can hockey, be played throughout the year. Hockey, as we know, goes all the way until it starts again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are 82 games in this season. and Regulation then, season. And then like yeah. 24 more. For the playoffs. If, if you're lucky for the playoffs. <laughs> Like it's like teams play a hundred games a year sometimes. Yeah. Like it's bananas. Um, But they won't be playing the Olympics next year. Nope. (laughs) Cause fuck everyone, I guess. Cause the NHL hates the Olympics. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, like it tires out our players and then they don't want to play our game as much. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Also, I want more money. Give me money. (laughs) Lots of it. All of it. Yeah. Oh well, man, did you hear the like? Did did you listen to the press conference where they were talking about the like? This was a little while ago, but they were like there was an IOC representative there, and there was Gary Bettman, right? It's um, for the Flames' new arena or whatever. <laughs> no, no, oh, no. Okay. This was this was um, this was, was for the Olympics. Whether or not they were going to go to gotcha. uh, Pyeongchang, is that where they're going? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was like, are we going to go? Are we going to go? Are we going to go? And um, 
the IOC representative is like at, at this press conference is like, well, there's nothing quite like winning an Olympic gold medal. So we would love it if the greatest players on earth would come and, and, and play our game. And then Gary Bettman, apropos of nothing, chimes in is like, well, there's nothing quite like winning a Stanley Cup either, is Aww. there? And, <laughs> that's my Gary Bettman impression. He's the worst. <laughs> It's it really takes some effort to be so unsympathetic that you actually make me sort of side with the IOC. Yeah, <laughs> how right? does that happen? Yeah, <laughs> like, like I hate to say this, but the corrupt assholes at the IOC are kind of right, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, the NHL is not going, so let's all enjoy the Spengler Cup, except it's in Korea this time. Because <laughs> that's what you're going to get. That's pretty much what it is. <laughs> Let's enjoy uh, what's his everyone name? Sh- from the KHL. Yeah, Sh- Shapayov or whatever his going? name. Uh, no, so. because oh. Russia is banned. Oh. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so it's gonna be dog shit hockey. <laughs> who have we? Who we have playing in uh, Germany? Oh, uh, and Switzerland. And I mean, yeah. like Hawk and Lube. Is it like sixty? <laughs> <laughs> Still got it. <laughs> oh man! Um, so yeah, seeing seeing hockey in in a cultural phenomenon like The Simpsons at its apex oh, right, yeah. is it's pretty cool. <laughs> well, did uh, like was there was there ever? I mean, I mean, I can think of the f- the football episode, right? Bart Star. Yeah, oh, that's in season a similar, nine. A similar concept to this one. Um, was there any, ever any other sports ones that you can think of? Over at the bat. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I, I guess I'm thinking more in terms of... Uh, for the kids? For the kids, yeah. But hmm. I mean, like the one where he becomes a jockey. I, I guess. I guess. <laughs> uh, I mean, they couldn't do a volleyball episode. We, right. uh, we saw exactly why ball, in, yeah. Uh, yeah. in this one. Well, they... they that they, was they, our only ball. <laughs> there will be no team this year. They cover. They cover. You can't buy a new ball. Anyway. <laughs> just the finality of it, like, <laughs> yeah. That's, not even like does anyone have point. a ball we can use? Just like, no, that that's <laughs> it. We're done. Shut but, her down. But no, go, go home. <laughs> they they cover baseball with Homer at bat. They yeah. cover football, and those are the two big like those are American. Those are the American sports. They kind of do soccer. <laughs> Which one's that? Not with the kids, but with the uh, oh oh with the. Uh, Mexico Portugal. Yeah. Arriaga. Well, they Arriaga kind of Barriaga. <laughs> and Arruglia. And Pete be signing autographs. <laughs> I don't know any of those guys. And they'll be signing autographs. Woohoo! <laughs> uh, can we go, Dad? Can we go? Yes, God, God yes. yes. <laughs> um, the, uh, they kind of do cover soccer with um, Brother from Another Planet. Yeah, I guess because oh, yeah. Bart's, Bart's, Bart's playing it in that one. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's playing. I guess, I guess my my playing goal. Thought, my thought is Pele's soccer and acting camp. It, <laughs> se- it seems weird that they would have a hockey episode before a football episode. I guess it is weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just in terms of like, like I said, like America, America in general. Yeah, I think that's why this this episode football is there. Well, I guess baseball is probably the top sport. Football's pretty close behind. Yeah, it might have been baseball at that time, like right before football sort of overtook yeah, it. Yeah, football definitely seems more pervasive these days than baseball. Mm-hmm. But again, that's because we live in Canada, so yeah. maybe. <laughs> Maybe that's a reason. But. I I think it's like I think that's one of the reasons why we feel so like oh this is really cool mm-hmm. that it's hockey. It's because it, the the episode is in season six, yeah, not sixteen, yeah. 
right? And it feels like oh, it yeah. is, you know, like you said, like a, a Canadian thing in a way. Yeah. Um, so it kind of feels it like does... a Mighty Ducks episode. Yeah. You know, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. The well, Mighty Ducks was uh, came out around this time. Yeah, 90, 92, 94, somewhere around yeah. there. Well, yeah. What year was D2? Was it like. It was two years after the first one, I think. So. Was it like 93, 94? So it, it might have been. Was, like right this was in during there. Duck Mania. <laughs> Duck Mania? <laughs> you, had, you had Mighty Ducks, you had Darkwing Duck, you had uh, uh, Mighty Ducks a TV show where they're actual ducks. And playing hockey. Oh, I remember that one. It came on right after Gargoyles. He shit sure did. <laughs> yeah, Mighty Ducks was 92. Um, so that means the other one was probably 94. Uh, let's see here. You can ask Siri. Oh, wait. I don't have Siri. No, you can't. I don't give a shit about Siri. <laughs> Get her out. Um, wow, Alan. Tell Siri how you really feel. <laughs> don't pull any punches now. Yeah, 94 was D2, 96 was D3. They just they were like, you know, let's just keep doing this every two years. And then they were like, no, nah, let's stop. No, that's oh, the I right mean, number of ducks. <laughs> it's true. It was the perfect number. <laughs> no more, no less. Yeah. Um, and also, like, uh, we never got a basketball episode, did we? We've seen basketball in some scenes, but... We've yeah. seen basketball in this episode. That's You, you got it. <laughs> Watch out for the shack attack. Indeed. <laughs> this is one of those things where I'm like, how can Ife not like Marge? <laughs> <laughs> She's so funny in this episode. She's so funny. I know Harvey Globetrotter. <laughs> <laughs> and Bart's reaction is so... He's like, just like, Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> It's like... We've all had that moment with our mother, right? Oh, yeah. Where it's oh, like yeah. every day. <laughs> My mom's hilarious. Yeah. I, I, yeah I, Completely unintentional. She'll, she'll do stuff like, absolutely. She'll say Harvey Globetrotter. Yeah. And, and I'll be like, is, oh, yeah, is that who it is? Harvey Globetrotter, huh, mom? <laughs> and she'll be like, what? What? <laughs> it's, it's adorable. What? What did I say? <laughs> what? Did I say? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, yeah. We see uh, Magic Johnson in the Homer Meltdown episode. Homer Defined, yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I, I can't think of like a an episode where it's centered around basketball because you get tennis later on too. Like they they seem to run the gamut of the mm-hmm. different sports because they're <laughs> just digging deep into that barrel of ideas. Got to. Um, but I can't think of a basketball. Well, you don't have to. One. You could just. But maybe the show maybe it's one that happened one in like season twenty three <laughs> or some shit. Yeah, probably. No, like everything has happened. Yeah, on the Simpsons. Yeah, it's all in some Simpsons cases it's happened two it. or three times. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Simpsons redid it. <laughs> Happens yeah. two or three times, and then they they point it out in the show, and they're like, "Ah, we're in on the joke," and you're like, "Shut up, <laughs> shut up, Al, stop it, Al Jean." <laughs> <laughs> Once again, there's a spot waiting for you yes, if you ever want always. to show up. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be keeping your seat warm right here, Al. <laughs> Please retire. <laughs> <laughs> it's season thirty. It's the perfect time. Yeah, it's a nice round number. Yeah, it really is. The cast are going to start dying. <laughs> that was actually something you brought up in the bonus episode that true, I yeah. actually that actually struck me and yeah. I thought about long and hard. It's going to happen. Yeah, where you're like, what if Dan just died? One what day? would you do? What would you do? Would you? How could you do that? Like they could maybe get through a few episodes by cobbling together old. Oh boy, sound. Yeah, right. 
But they could, I mean, you know what? There's they could probably, finish the season. There's probably a way to do The Simpsons infinitely because they could just take all 30 seasons mm-hmm. and all the voices that Dan has done over the years. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he's said every single language in the <laughs> in the English, or sorry, every single word in the English language at some point. Mm-hmm. So they just just take some kind of algorithm and like, <laughs> here's the sentence I want Homer to say, and it'll find those words in all the episodes and make it happen. There you go. You don't need yeah. them. Hello, Alan. Welcome to the I'm future. happy to be on the <laughs> podcast today. It will sound like that. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, I think an algorithm could do a better job writing this show. That's that would be true. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Then at least it might have like because you can program. You, you can I've seen you can, some. You I've can program some, uh, a computer for tone. Well, I've seen some things right? online where it's How like this, keep up the computer, news like that. A computer has generated. Uh, like a Seinfeld script or, you know, whatever, a friend script. Yeah. And you, like, read some of it, and you're like, oh, my God, this is, like, terrifying. Because it's good? It's No, it's not. <laughs> but it's, like, plausible uh, that this could be a thing someone actually wrote. Well, anyway. if someone generated, uh, if, if, if a computer generated a Simpsons script, it would probably be just fine. It would be in today's standards. season 29 uh, quality. Yeah. yeah, season 29 quality. Because, <laughs> like, the writers in the writer's room, I assume hate themselves because <laughs> <laughs> no one likes you yeah hey I'm guys how about we do a lego episode go to hell <laughs> well i mean if they had I to already finish wrote it here <laughs> all right we'll put it on the end of the season if dan castle and died event. they could always uh, finish off the season with a clip show episode where homer's in the hospital and they reminisce about him that's true has that yeah. ever been done before yeah mm. can't remember i don't know mm. Probably not. Um, so, this um, this this episode starts with um, like the the real plot of the episode uh, gets going after Lisa's magnificent prank, um, <laughs> and it's hey people people are failing classes, so I'm going. <laughs> so Principal Skinner assembles everybody in the Butthead Memorial Auditorium <laughs> uh, to send home these. Academic alert. That's the one, yeah. Very innovative. So before report cards, your parents can punish you. Exactly. Uh, have you ever, when you were in school, like, did you ever get one of those? Not, I don't think a specific um, academic alert. Um, if anything, there was just, there's probably times at, like, parent-teacher interviews where they'd be like, mm. hey, Alan's not doing well in this uh, area, but he should be. So tell him to smarten up. <laughs> That's basically most most yeah. of my teachers like were always like Alan has great potential but he goofs around too much, so like because I I was a smart kid I'm not trying to blow my own horn or anything but I was like I was reading very early and I was very good at math and uh, enjoyed math uh, for whatever reason um, and so I'd always where did you go I'd wrong? always get like decent grades I just didn't care <laughs> yeah that's fair I was just like ah like this is this isn't fun I want to have fun. School's and, not a place uh, for smart people, Alan. That's right. Yeah, I I actually I went into a uh, a program that was meant to be for kids who are too smart for the class. Again, I'm not Is trying to put my told horn you? here. Well, that would require tremendous flexibility. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I uh, yeah I don't want to um, I don't want to I don't want this to be another episode of uh, Alan's ego corner. Well, because well you recorded one of those last week already. Egos are a sphere. <laughs> All right. 
cyclical. They rhyme. Yeah. Every stanza. He goes a flat circle. <laughs> Much like the earth. Welcome back to Greg's Conspiracy <laughs> Corner. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I thought I shut this podcast down. Oh, what about, boy. I what smell about you, a cheap pro- podcast crossover. <laughs> you ever get an academic alert? Academic alert, no. No? Bad report card? Uh, yeah, it yeah. more more or less localized in one thing, but it was I guess a bit like Alan's experience, and that it was more localized to like parent teacher. It was just like, yeah. so um, <laughs> do you please uh, instruct your son to shut the hell up? <laughs> Back when teachers could say that, <laughs> you know, tell your kid to pipe down in my class. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> He's not I, funny. We, it keeps. <laughs> He thinks he's hilarious, <laughs> but he's a 12-year-old. <laughs> Therefore, he's not he's only funny. S- <laughs> Objectively, I probably wasn't. The well, results are no skewed because everyone is. around you is 12, too, so they think you're funny, yeah. but you're yeah. not. <laughs> I mean, you got to play to your audience. Believe me, I've written a script. I've written a screenplay. It's a comedy. Please read it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the teacher pitching to your parents. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Uh, my my parents are uh, now like big players in yeah. the uh, local yeah. theater scene at this point. Yeah, I've you know Ron Howard, right? <laughs> Get him my script. Um, well, in in uh, elementary school as well, we uh, I don't know what you guys had for in terms of grades, but we didn't have like A, B, C, D. Or F. Well, in elementary school, we we had um, satisfactory, commendable, commendable, and needs improvement. Oh, we had needs improvement, so that would be like the F of elementary school, which was N I. Yeah. Um, and I remember getting a couple N I's on some report cards mm-hmm. and being mm-hmm. terrified to show my parents. Mm-hmm. And uh, looking back on it now, I'm like, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't doing drugs. I wasn't buying guns. Yeah. I just wanted to play with my G.I. Joes. And I get an N.I.? <laughs> I don't Madam think so. Erickson? I don't, <laughs> right. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> you called your teachers Madam? Well, yeah, I was French in French school, American. right? Yeah. Oh, I got yeah. you. Yeah, that's really the only reason. Yeah. <laughs> They're in my brain as Madame instead of Mrs. What about you? Did you get some uh, academic alerts, Greg? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I got tons of them. I got them right here. Uh, uh, but most it was mostly because, like, once I didn't care a lot. Yeah. Right? It was, like, when I was in high school, I, when I was in high school, I was just, like, I was, it was, everything was fine. Right? But throughout elementary, throughout middle school, mostly, it was just, like, I just, it's, I think I was kind of, I think I was self-aware of of middle school before you should be self-aware, which was like, this is pointless. You're going to pass me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, you're going to pass me anyway, and when I get to the grade that I need to get to where it actually matters, I'll kick it into gear. I can read, right? <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and um, guess what, kids? It was. Yeah, look was, at us now, everyone. It was No, it was totally fine. I, I was on the honor roll in, in high school. It was fine. Right, yeah, I wasn't. No, no one, no one gives a crap in elementary school or in middle school or high school or university or at their job. No, Is that you just me. Can, you no, you can half-ass <laughs> your whole life and you'll be fine. Or in yeah. podcasts. Yeah. Or <laughs> yeah. Um, you cut every corner. But what about there's more time for? But play. what about after like after school activities? Much like Lisa is um, forced to do. Like, w- w- were you involved in pee wee hockey at all? 
No, I wish I was, to be honest, because I, I, I love uh, the idea of hockey. <laughs> it sounds weird, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's great. Uh, we played uh, floor hockey last year. Yeah. Um, and uh, I really, really wanted to enjoy it more. The problem is I have very little stamina. Yeah. And that's a game where you have to run a lot. Floor hockey is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. So I was out of breath like after two minutes on the floor and uh, felt really bad. And, you know, the the rotation would come back to me so quickly that I'd be like, I'm not ready yet, but I have to go. And then it just so. Um, yeah, I play actually when I was a kid, I played soccer. That was like the, the sport that my parents put me into. Mm-hmm. Me too. And uh, I, I didn't hate it by any means, but I definitely it wouldn't have been my choice. For a sport, it was just my parents were like, you need to play a sport. Here's, this is an easy one. Yeah. You just go on a field and kick, kick a, a ball. ball around. Yeah. <laughs> kick it that way. Yeah, I put it towards that thing. Um, so, yeah, I kind of wish I did play peewee hockey because yeah. it seems like it would be fun. Yeah, Maybe I'd be in the NHL right now. You wouldn't. Okay. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a big old nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I, uh, I did play hockey uh, for... Much of elementary school and then mm-hmm. all of uh, junior high and high school, though, like past a certain point, sort of uh, took a step back in it to uh, have like a lesser time commitment, mm-hmm. which wasn't the worst thing because it sort of forced you to get better when they stopped. You went into like a recreational stream, they stopped streamlining you by ability, mm-hmm. and then you'd have to learn how to uh, keep up with these like ex triple A kids who had way too many concussions <laughs> and could skate <laughs> circles around you. Oh my god, it's like, okay, yep, all right. I'm I'm figuring this out now. I guess <laughs> that's uh, that's a trial by fire. <laughs> now I would say well, one concussion is too was, many concussions. <laughs> well, medical science has come much farther since then. I think. I guess so. um, but uh, no, it was, it was the remember when it was five <laughs> <laughs> and you were still okay. <laughs> you got a concussion, which is your fourth. You're fine. Get get back out there. You got one more. Yeah. <laughs> Tell the truth. All right. You know, it's like a cat nine lives, uh, but. Uh, <laughs> No, it's uh, it, it was a lot of fun, and I'm glad that I did, and I'm glad that I'm still able to like play as an adult. Although that's definitely one thing that you notice a lot more uh, is your uh, your own exhaustion starting <laughs> to come into play. Like when you're a kid, everybody just wants to stay out there yeah. for the, as long as possible. There's so much and energy. You've always got one kid on your team who takes like four minute shifts. Like James, get, get, get off the hell ice. back here. <laughs> Everyone James, needs to you hear play. that, James. Um, and then and then we were playing. He's as not an making adult. a fake name. <laughs> yeah, that's there a, was that's a, a real kid. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, no, then uh, yeah, you, pl- you you play as an adult, and it's just uh, oh they're oh they're coming off. Ah, damn it! All right, I guess I'm good to go back out there. Yeah, that's what I first noticed when I went to uh, a trampoline park as an adult. Uh-huh. Oh, uh huh. Yeah. You know those things. I was like, yeah, I loved trampolines as a kid. Yeah, here we go. Bounce, bounce. just a second (laughs) it's literally like i'm like how am i out of breath already well like base camp here and uh yeah drive us you guys go have fun on the trampolines i'm gonna (laughs) hang out by the uh, soda machine (laughs) are you gonna drink the soda no (laughs) i did um (laughs) maybe (laughs) greg i was in um I wasn't a big believer in teams <laughs> <laughs> when I was in school. Uh, I thought they were for the week. Uh-huh. And, they, and you were an anarchist. And they so. held you back. <laughs> um, so I played a lot of individual sports. Like, I really enjoyed badminton. Hmm. 
singles badminton. <laughs> of course. Um, and I really, really Guns enjoyed. I, I enjoyed um, fencing. Huh. Yeah. Um, the gentleman's sport. Uh, a violent one too, <laughs> for a more civilized time. <laughs> gentleman's sports usually are. Yeah. Don't, don't um, some people regard rugby as a gentleman's sport yeah, too? Yes, well, I mean, yes. gentleman. The word gentleman means you know, like miscreant and yeah, yeah, and yeah. murderer um, in, in the olden days. Yeah, like uh, one of my favorite one of my favorite little fun facts about fencing is like, why do they have their hand up there like that? Right. Um, it's because. It, and it's a mystery to everyone. No, it was because <laughs> when they would, because because fencing is is about dueling, right? Yeah. And yeah. when you would go dueling, it was illegal, so you would have to do it at night. And so the hand up there is where you would hold your gas light. Oh. Yeah, to light the to light the duel. Weird. Yeah. Hmm. It's weird how it stayed that way. <laughs> it stayed that like, way. Like, it stayed that like way. Like at what point did so? Like at which person was like holding their gas light and they're fencing? And they're like. Oh, it's bright enough out here. I'll put my gas light down. And then their hand goes back up. And like, you, you don't need to hold your hand like that. And they're just like, I like it. Muscle memory. <laughs> it feels nice. It, 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 uh, it stayed that way because it became a sport. Yeah. Right? And you had to, and like, there would be, you have a target area. Right? Um, and your target area is your torso. The heart. The heart. The liver. Uh, lungs. Yeah. Your uh, <laughs> lower intestine. Yeah. Uh, All pancreas. Eyeballs. Anything that makes black <laughs> liquid seep into another area <laughs> is, uh, is, really, great. Target, is yeah. really great to poke. I know, I know. I've been in knife fights before. I don't, you don't need to tell me about targets. You got to shiv them just <laughs> 32 times in the chest before the prison card comes around. Oh, uh, you ain't pretty no more. <laughs> and... What do they say about knife fights? There's and no winner and loser. There's there's a someone who needs to go to the hospital and a dead person. That's right. <laughs> it's and, how um, drunk he gets. <laughs> and and speaking of he ain't pretty no more. Mo's in this episode. Oh boy. <laughs> um, I really wanted to bring up Mo in this one because we are finally finally privy to just how horrible Mo is. <laughs> um, in one just, I I want to say like. This is my favorite scene of the season so far. Okay. Um, I think it's because every moment is just so funny in that scene when he's just he just comes and you just hear the door open. It's like hello. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so let's 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 yeah, look let's, at this because let's set it up a bit. Because <laughs> so I just want to like trace his steps to this point. Yeah, let's do that. So at some point, <laughs> yeah, this is great. He got sixty-four grand in the hole. Yeah. Yeah. He bet on something. What do we he think bet he bet on? I mean, probably Pee Wee Hockey. Yeah, probably Pee Wee Hockey. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. why Horse else races, would he... the uh, big opera. The, uh... <laughs> Could be anything, really. But he got 64 grand in the hole. Yeah, it's a um, lot of money. And he finds out that his customer to mm-hmm. his bar, mm-hmm. his son yeah. <laughs> and daughter, are both playing in the you know the championship match or whatever. Um, is it a championship match? It's just a big that... game. It's just a big game. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's only really important to the Simpsons family because it's child versus child. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, oh no, that audience paid for blood. I thought <laughs> up true. who I thought up whose phone call <laughs> said that it was the championship game. Uh, I can't recall. I think it's just the game on Friday. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think it's just uh, Apu just called. Bart's team is playing Lisa's team. Yeah, that's really yeah, all okay. it is. So I might have imagined um, a for the championship in there somewhere. Yeah, I mean, I did too. I I assumed yeah. it was one, but. Mo finds out about this and decides, oh, I'll go to their house <laughs> while they're having dinner yep. and see if I can find any injuries on them <laughs> that the gambling community doesn't know about. 
So do we just assume that the gambling community is Fat Tony? I assume it's yeah, like and the mob his and, and Mo. Yeah. Yeah. Le- leg, well, I'm, legs, and and, Louis, and, uh, the, and the police. Oh yeah, of right. course. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> Wiggum Probably bet on the other team. Other, you know, yeah. I mean, I mean, he does have a tendency to turn a blind eye to the horrible stranglehold <laughs> the mafia has on Springfield. And I mean, he can't office. be policing the whole city <laughs> now, can he? <laughs> yeah, but it's just such a like you you retrace his steps and you just realize, wow, this is a horrible human being. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's incredible. It's te- it's a ten year old child. Yeah, <laughs> and he says, "Let Eight me see ten. those knees." <laughs> yeah. Let me see those knees. Yeah. To a 10-year-old boy in yeah. his house trying to have dinner. Yeah. He also calls Marge by the wrong name yeah, in two different bland. ways. <laughs> 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 I was I was talking to Alan earlier, like, why does he do that? Why <laughs> do you he... think he calls her Midge and then Blanche? <laughs> I think it's just because he genuinely doesn't know her name. <laughs> like he know he knows Homer and he's like Does he know she played Blanche? <laughs> he must. Maybe um, was he I, in I, Streetcar? I think he was. He might have got cut. Was, yeah. <laughs> was he? Uh, was he part of Lionel Hutz's class action suit against uh, Llewellyn <laughs> Sinclair? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, I also play Mitch. Uh, <laughs> uh, and yeah, I, I like. It's 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 just insanity, and <laughs> and. How do you get sixty four grand in the hole? And and Marge's response is just perfect. Like, yeah. it's like caught me at a really bad time, Mo. <laughs> I hope you understand. I'm too tense to pretend I like you. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great. Really paints yeah. their relationship. Yeah, well. it does. Yeah, it yeah. absolutely does. Where yeah. It's like he knows who she is, but doesn't know her name. Yeah. So he just guesses. And, Hiya, uh, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, M- Midge is at least Midge like a pattern Marge, of right? established yeah. behavior too. Yeah, like, yeah we, he, he said that name a couple times, I think. Yeah. Um, but, and M- Marge clearly detests Mo. And she has every right to. Right. Oh yeah. He's essentially the, uh, the, the, the pusher, yeah. you know? Yeah, he is. The booze pusher. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're going to take my thumbs. I hope they <laughs> do. Slam. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he deserves it. They probably did. <laughs> Usually the house doesn't pay out in the case of a tie. That's right. Yeah. So he got his thumbs broke, and uh, he can still he can still work. He doesn't have to do much. That's true. He doesn't even tip the glass when he pours a beer. <laughs> he can just set it down right under the tap and get the same results. Sorry, Homa. Um, that thing's like forty percent head already, and you know he watered it down anyway. <laughs> he definitely did oh, every yeah. time. Yep. Uh, so that. That might be like a, I don't know if that's my favorite joke in the episode, but it's definitely a highlight of the episode <laughs> for me. Um, the uh, It eventually becomes a um, distinctive uh, uh, analysis of, of sibling rivalry, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and mm-hmm. that is the heart of the episode. So, um, Adam, are you, uh, are you an only child? Nope. How many have you got? Uh, just one younger sister. Younger sister? Ah, you are the Bart. A little bit, yeah. And it's how uh, much younger? <clears throat> Two years. So well, there you exact, go. Exact, yeah. exact yeah. same difference as Bart and Lisa. Yeah, yeah. same and, with uh, you, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I have yeah. a I have a sister who's about eighteen months younger than me. Yep. There you go yeah. then. And uh, 
And I don't know uh, like how it was with you, but uh, one one thing that's so great about the sibling rivalry in this episode mm-hmm. is that you don't normally see Bart and Lisa in like direct competition with one another. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're they're very Repeat. sort of compliment. We don't see them in direct competition <laughs> with each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fight, 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 fight. But um, uh, yeah, they. Uh, they complement each other a lot. They do, yeah. They uh, they have very different niches. They have very different specialties, and they do different things like almost all the time, and yeah. can certainly work together when uh, when it's required. But <clears throat> it's not it's not as if like Lisa is trying to be a better skateboarder than Bart. Say like <laughs> yeah. that's just Bart's thing, and Lisa just does her own thing, and Bart doesn't try to be a better saxophone player. But in this, <laughs> you actually see them going up against each other, and it's yeah. fantastic. It really, yeah, it really is, and it's 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 quite surprising when you do see that. I find it like um, when when they're when they're fighting, and Marge says, "I don't want to ever see you fight like that again." I see where she's coming from on that. It's upsetting, right, mm-hmm. to see um, to see two siblings who like at the end of the episode when they when they do like the flashback stuff and like and and they're very sweet to each other, right. They've been that way in the context of the show, like not even just flashbacks, right? But they've been like, they've worked together, they've supported each other um, throughout the show. This is after um, uh, Grade School Confidential, isn't, or not not Grade School Confidential, uh, the, the Hall Monitor one. Which one's that? Uh, separate Vocations. Oh, separate Vocations, yeah. yeah, where Bart takes, like, takes all the heat for, for Lisa, right? Mm. Um, because he knows she's... She doesn't deserve it, right? Um, and like Lisa can be, and in, in in Bart's girlfriend, um, Lisa was a was basically a shoulder for him to cry on, right? Mm. Like they support each other, they're they're good to each other, they're really good siblings, and they make a great pair too, right? It's the it's the complimenting each other when they have like a scheme that they want to do, right? <laughs> uh, they're unstoppable schemers. They really yeah. are, yeah. Especially Bart. But especially Lisa. <laughs> especially Lisa. <laughs> but especially Bart. <laughs> Hello, Bart. <laughs> Your children are no more than a bear of troublemakers. Uh, that's a good episode. Even that, that was a fantastic one. I, I, I always uh, appreciate when I'm writing trivia questions, any excuse to co- shoehorn in a question about Cletus, Cousin Merle, and Big Hungry Joe. <laughs> oh, Cousin Merle, really? Temper, temper. You know, Cousin Merle That's ain't been quite sh- right lately. <laughs> That's our old smell hound, Geech. <laughs> Geech has gone to heaven, Mr. Terwilliger. Um, now listen here, Terwilliger. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, you know, yeah, it is great to see. Well, hang on. Throughout the series, you're a hmm? you're a middle child, aren't I you? I sure am. Yeah. <laughs> you're a Lisa. I'm a Lisa in in a in a way. Yeah. Although my siblings are not like my older sister is not a Bart. Yeah. Uh, she's another Lisa. <laughs> yeah. And my younger mm. brother is probably more of a Bart. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a weird a weird dynamic in the Johnson household. When it comes Can't to possibly be an Allen, can you? <laughs> What's he ever done for anybody? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing for no one. <laughs> <Dink>. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the like seeing not only the rivalry throughout the episode, but then that that really nice moment that I've always loved 
uh, with it the, with the really flashbacks. Great. It's it's great to see that because it does paint, I think, a really nice three dimensional picture of their relationship. Yeah, that uh, doesn't always come across. Like you said, it does in certain episodes and moments, but for the most part, they're usually doing their own thing, um, or they're just there as a family and they kind of bounce off each other in that sense. Mm-hmm. But um, there's not too many like direct <laughs> competition with each other. Uh, episodes uh, aside from this one, yeah. Um, Bart for there's Thanksgiving, I guess, is another one. Yeah, um, summer four foot two. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's that's one where Lisa directly like takes Bart's persona. Tries to skateboard better. Yeah. Yeah. She <laughs> she literally tries to do that. Right. <laughs> Fails. But oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's it's not been a recurring theme. I guess. Yeah, uh, but like, but the thing is, like, when it does happen. When it does happen, they use it for conflict, right? They use it as a as a as an outlier because it is an outlier, right? Because mm. most of the time they do work together, and it is genuinely upsetting to see them uh, butt heads like that, mm. um, which I like. It's a nice like it, it makes them it makes them three dimensional, and it human. all it mm. all makes sense too. It's not just like why are they fighting with each other? Like you see that it's 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 through their parents in a way, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like. You know, Homer's really treating Bart because he's a good guy at sports. Yeah. Um, and then Lisa starts to horn in on that, and Bart gets jealous, and then it becomes this, yeah, this rivalry that neither of them can really, can really well, not shake. Their parents, Homer. It's Homer. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. It's all, it's all Homer. Yeah. yeah. Marge is doing her best, uh, <laughs> and he is awful in this episode too. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you you get the you get the window into Mo just being one of the most certifiably awful people that you could ever have the misfortune of meeting. Mm-hmm. Homer has such a range from like, I think it's gleaming, <laughs> golden-hearted, kindest person in the world to <laughs> just an asshole, Jerk and ass, he yeah. is the latter in this episode in a big way. Yeah, I think it stems from the uh, the inherent thing in Homer to uh, to be competitive, right? Not necessarily through him, but through other people. Like, it's his love for football and, like, yeah. that kind of thing, right? Yeah. When sports are involved, he's always jerk-ass. Yeah. That's and, true. And it's... it's He's basically getting this opportunity... Um, Lisa <laughs> the Greek. Yep. Yep. Yeah, right? Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he gets this opportunity where he has both of his children... <laughs> we have three children, Homer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> both of his children. Who the uh, hell is Margaret Simpson? Uh, in the same sport on different teams. Yeah. So he has this like competitive edge spark in him where he's like, I need to choose one of them to cheer for. I can't cheer for them both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I need one that I want to win, win. And, you know, that's the whole, you know, I love Bart. No, I love Lisa. Yeah. That happens uh, at the hockey game. Um. And he really, he, he really, he doesn't care about anyone's feelings. He's just like, I, this is exciting to me. I want what I want the one I like the most to win, yeah. and therefore I'm going to change who I like the most, depending on who's winning. <laughs> so yeah, he's he's a real bandwagon hopper. Yep. <laughs> this uh, this would not have been an episode if they were on the same team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. That that brief little aside though is a uh, is a nice uh, callback and insight into just how exceptional Maggie is too. Yeah, like remarkably situationally aware and physically gifted, so mm-hmm. that she can mm-hmm. leap up into the air and catch a thrown beer bottle. Like she can operate a shotgun despite <laughs> being like six months old. Yeah, 
She's a magic baby. These uh these these little moments of like Maggie badassery are j- just so much fun. Or just and, or just uh, moments of brilliance. Like yes. not necessarily badassery, but just where it's like, ah, like Maggie's not smart and she's like doing calculations on things, you know. And she drew drew something beautiful on her yeah, sketch. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like it's Can you point to the credenza? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I want to talk a bit about the, uh, the hockey, the way a hockey is portrayed in this episode. So accurately. (laughs) (laughs) Um, well, I did find a lit, cause I'm not too familiar with like peewee hockey, right? Sure. They uh, definitely aren't allowed to hit like that. Yeah. Well, Um, I mean, I mean, even (laughs) in like the professional game, you can't have two guys Board somebody yeah. from behind. That's yeah. generally frowned upon, especially <laughs> if he doesn't even have the puck in the first <laughs> he place. Have the puck. Also, that pretty sure is <laughs> unnecessary roughness, yeah. interference, and boarding all in one. <laughs> You're out of the game. That's uh, a double minor for each of you. And yeah. let's say a game misconduct. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah. Get uh, the also, I'm pretty yeah. sure you can't string your goalie up via rope. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we uh, call that the human shooter tutor. <laughs> And those goalie masks, and that goalie mask, even for '94, was way out of date. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. a Ken Dryden mask. <laughs> I think a Ken Dryden mask might have given you more protection. At I least in a so, Ken yeah. Dryden mask, the openings are smaller than the puck. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Your glasses are on the outside of the mask. <laughs> <laughs> like, you well, shouldn't you be wearing the glasses in the first place. But if you really have to, keep them inside the mask. <laughs> Um, so apparently the, uh, the high school rules for hockey, um, Can you take this from the, uh, Minnesota <laughs> post Cor- or secondary school, uh, <laughs> high school hockey is a huge deal in Minnesota. Okay. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, periods last 15 minutes, not 20, which makes sense. Yeah. Like you're not going to have children played full 60-minute games. Especially with ice time being as scarce as it is. Like, you have to finish up your booking and get off of yeah, there. Yeah. And, like, in our, like, got the, crappy the... seniors beer <laughs> league, yeah. it's it's every, it's 15-minute periods as well for the same reason. <laughs> um, I love how you play in a senior league, like, as soon as you're over 20. Just one other <laughs> wonderful quirk of, senior uh, now. of get hockey. It, get on there. Now, yeah. some of the guys out there are, to be fair. Um, all players are required to wear face masks. Uh, As they should. The you just should yep. do that. Um, also, all players are required to wear tooth guards. Um, falling or diving on the puck, other than the goalie, is a minor penalty, mm-hmm. as is body checking somebody into the boards, mm-hmm. as is body checking the goalie in the crease. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Especially three guys doing it and just going like full Chris Kreider yeah. at him. <laughs> How dare you? Um, uh, why don't you Kreider say that name it. in this house? Was that that a little too soon? <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> um, did you? Uh, I think we talked about this a different time, but there was a moment in uh, it might have been in the playoffs last year. I can't remember, but where uh, Carey Price like checked Chris Kreider. Nah. He was like coming around behind the net, and and so was Carey Price, and he just kind of like shoves him, and he, Kreider falls over, and then he just stares at him. He just stared at him because this was like so. This was the the season right after his injury, so it was wouldn't have been last year, but. Uh, but it was very cathartic for <laughs> for uh, Canadians <laughs> fans. Anyway, the North remembers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Yes, they do. Um, and uh, also, uh, there's a number of times the players held the stick high, like high sticks, uh-huh. uh, especially yeah. when taking slap shots. But it's not a penalty unless a referee feels it is likely to cause injury or contact is made. Mm-hmm. Um, most importantly, though, um, these last two, uh, the clock doesn't run during a penalty shot. No, it does not. <laughs> <laughs> If the shot is missed, there is a face-off in one of the circles in front of the fouling team's goalie. And also, if the game is tied after three periods, an eight-minute sudden death period must be played before the game is declared a tie. Yep. It's not just, oh, it's a tie, everyone go home. Yeah, there'll be no championship this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so the, I, um, I thought that was pretty interesting, because that's a bunch of stuff I didn't know about. I, I assumed that this was like high school rules, right? Because I, I know, I know, professional hockey. Yeah. I don't know this kind of hockey, so I was just, I just assumed it was all fine. But yeah, uh, no. Oh, the clock does <laughs> not run. Yeah, that makes sense. Because, because <laughs> what if you're trying to do a, a special move? It's a, it's literally a stoppage in play. Yeah. Right. If you're too slow on the approach, too bad. Game's yeah. over. <laughs> too there bad. Is point, there's over. point point five seconds left on the clock, and you're taking a penalty shot. I what? <laughs> Better wind All up right. quick. Whistle. Oh, it's over. Ah. Ah. You didn't get to. You didn't even shoot it. You didn't was, even touch I the puck. Was skating towards it. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, penalty shots are very rare in uh, professional hockey. Yep. Yeah. I uh, I saw one recently. There was one recently. It was the Canadiens. Was it? I think it was. Oh, there was a different. Uh, it wasn't Canadiens. And, it, and it he scored too. That I was thinking of, but uh, it was great. There was one recently that I feel like it was uh, the Blues, maybe. Anyway, doesn't matter. But I just remember being like, oh, that's I don't see this too often. No, they're great. Yeah. It's fun. Terrifying. <laughs> oh, yeah. And far more exciting than a shootout. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, I hate I the shootout. we can all agree on that. Oh, God, yep. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it almost as much as I hate the overtime point. I hate the overtime point so much. You should not get a point going to overtime <laughs> right you should like i kind of get it if you get past overtime to the shootout right sure because then it's kind of just a coin toss right right yeah I um, so like a shootout over uh, a shootout point then that makes sense but for the five minute overtime fuck you the three on three yeah yeah we'll be right back from uh, greg's board of governors meeting <laughs> after this <laughs> uh so uh shall we go to the reference desk sure uh, this is a, not not a very reference heavy episode. References the uh, the sport ice hockey. Sure does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you you might say it's a very central feature to the episode. I would say it's a loose adaptation of the sport of ice hockey. <laughs> that's, that's right. Yeah. Uh, the Mighty Pigs, uh, of course, a reference to the Mighty Ducks. Yeah. Which was around this time, as we just found out. Yeah. Um, their logo as well. Right. Right. Da- yep. Right down to the uh, pig with the pig with the mask. It almost looked like a duckbill mask yeah, on a yeah. pig. <laughs> a um, duckbill mask <laughs> on a pig. That's brilliant. If they were going for that, nailed it. <laughs> I, I think they, they had to. Yeah. Then. yeah. Uh, the moment where Lisa catches the puck with her bare hand is uh, a reference to a league of their own when Gina Davis catches a baseball with her bare hand. Ah. Wow. I haven't seen that movie. Yeah. Good. I understand there's no crying in baseball. That's though. correct. There is Madonna and Rosie O'Donnell, though. Nice. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Sounds <laughs> like a stacked cast. Yeah. Uh, Love those two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
apparently there's some swept away is my favorite movie. All right. <laughs> apparently there's some references to <laughs> Slapshot, the movie, which sure. I haven't seen. So Slapshot's great. Okay. Slapshot is great, except I. I didn't really pick up on the slap shot parallels there, except I, for the fact that they were playing the sport of hockey. Yeah, I, I <laughs> didn't is, pick up that on... That is what I have listed here. No, Maybe uh, the uniforms? Apparently, no. there's a similar... No, they're, blue they're, blue and yellow. And, they're blue and yellow, yeah. yeah. Although Apparent- I did notice that every single team in Springfield had like one of the same two colors. Yeah, they all have green and... Well, blue. I have to. I have to wonder what happens when like the Mighty Pigs play another blue and red team. That that would be sheer. Chaos. Maybe they play in the away jerseys, like white ones. Well, I yeah. sure hope they have some of those. Yeah. yeah. Uh, apparently, it's a similar ending to Slapshot. The principal character is on the ice, and there's a riot happening behind him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Is that a, I, sure. Like I said, I haven't seen it. So. Well, that's more like a bench clearing brawl that sort of All right. spills <laughs> over into stands. Although, I mean, I wouldn't call it so, a riot so, per se. So, somebody does remove his gear, but it's in a very different context. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right in the penalty box. Yeah. <laughs> the loudspeaker guy puts the stripper on as he's just taking his shit off in the box. The only oh. other parallel I can think of is that a losing team starts winning, but I think it's a bit of a stretch to attribute That's that like, to Slapshot. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, they're going to take my thumbs is apparently a reference to a line from the 1984 film The Pope of Greenwich Village. Greenwich. Nope. Uh, it, says, it says Greenwich it's defi- right it's here. <laughs> <laughs> no, it says here I Larry hate, White. <laughs> I hate... God damn, like... It's British. Yeah, British oh, yeah. and Irish and... Sersha? How is that name Sersha? All right. So Okay, at least at least with the Irish names, it's clearly from a different language. Yep. How you get like Leicester out of Leicester yeah. is uh, yeah. is quite something. Yeah, that's Gloucester. Uh, Gloucester, yeah. Gloucester. Oh, Gloucester. Yeah, Worst, those Worcester. Are, uh, I hate when those things are because I don't know them. Yeah. I can't nope. I can't pronounce them. <clears throat> Pope of Greenwich Village. Yeah, yeah, Greenwich Meantime. Uh, Eric Roberts apparently has a line that's, Charlie, they took my thumb. And so I think that's the, that reference there. Uh, apparently there's several references Blanche. to the 1975 film Rollerball. And uh, my favorite reference... Me too. <laughs> Let's talk about this one. Uh, I love this. Apparently Kearney and... Or sorry, Dolph has a Newton... An Apple, oh, Newton, yes. Apple Newton. An Apple Newton. Ha- did anybody have anyone in their household who owned this? Nope. No, I, I did. Oh, boy. My what? father owned an Apple Newton. <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> 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 and this is accurate. Yeah. It's a piece of shit. <laughs> my, my only knowledge of it. Uh, for the longest time was because of this episode. I'm like, yeah, oh, that yep. was a thing that existed? Interesting. Anyway. I love how it had the worm coming out of the apple as if it was rotten, right? <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, yeah, Apple sucked at this time. Yeah. It was... What computers? Yeah. <laughs> it was garbage. And the Apple Newton nearly destroyed the company. Yep. Um, and it's like, what did I use? I used it because uh, like my dad, my dad had it and then immediately just like, you take it, trashed it. it away. Well, like it, like this I think he, now, I think son. he used Have it fun. until the battery died, and then he put it in a box, <laughs> right? Um, and so I was like, I like I was I was rummaging, and I found it, and I was a kid, and I was like, ooh, I'll play Star Trek, <laughs> right? And I used it as a tricorder. Nice, <laughs> sweet, yeah. Probably worked better as a tricorder. Sure than did. I, uh, Didn't even need to turn a it on. Digital assistant. <laughs> 
Yeah, apparently yeah. notoriously uh, the handwriting function was uh, garbage. No, it was absolutely terrible. So, which is yeah. uh, of course shown in this episode. Yeah, with, instead of beat up Martin, it's eat up Martha. Yeah. Bah bah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got amazing accuracy. Yeah, he with does. That thing. <laughs> I do like his restraint at first. With like, you know what? We'll beat yeah. him up later. Yeah. But let's take a memo. Yeah. Take a note make, on yeah, your Newton to make sure we remember. And then it's just like, ah, oh, this was a terrible idea. Let's. Just beat him up now. Just kick his ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that was the uh, that was the reference desk. Well, and it's uh, it, th- this is a totally apocryphal story. I don't know if it's actually true, but somebody's probably confirmed or denied it at some point. But that Apple development staff actually had eat up Martha, <laughs> like on the wall of their office, just sort of to uh, to remind inspire them, them not to <laughs> not fail, to do garbage again. It, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what product this is in relation to, but something where you can write like either an early iPhone or an early iPad or something like right. that. But yeah, yeah. but they had eat up Martha on the wall because they know what can happen if you fail this badly. Yeah, at it probably recognition. It, it probably was for the like the iPhone, right? Because probably. Jobs Jobs was so against stylus the the, the yeah. stylus pen. Oh, right? that's that's a good point. Like he was so against it, right? And I understand why they would print it out, and it's like this is why he's against it, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not why he was against it. He was against it because they're ugly and stupid, right? <laughs> right. And he was really, really, really. He was all about being like simplicity is what will get us there. He was known for having strong opinions. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, my dad actually met him a couple of times. Was he an asshole? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was a huge asshole. Uh, I mean, that the fact that that's your first question. I think. Yeah, that answers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like I met so and so the other. Oh, like how accurate? <laughs> how accurate was the movie Steve Jobs? One hundred percent. How do you know him? Uh, product announcements: black turtlenecks, huge asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's what you know. Yeah. But it is also, fascinating that really good movie. Yeah, yeah. Steve, Steve Jobs, Jobs is a great movie. Good movie. Yeah. Uh, it is fascinating that something like this tiny little joke scene in a Simpsons episode out of the height of its popularity, probably like painted. I know for me, I was like, I'm never buying an Apple product. I'll, all I know about is that Simpsons episode and it looks like garbage. Yeah. Why would anyone buy Apple? It, it was on it. Like and I the, still maintain that today. The Newton was on its way out and this kind of was the nail in the coffin. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Ooh. Yeah. If Simpsons makes fun of you, then you're in trouble at this time. Yeah. That now, nowadays, it's like they're just making whatever. everything. So oh, yeah. who cares? But well, either you knew you were in trouble or you knew you had made it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like exactly. if you, if yeah. you had Depending the on the honor, way they're making fun if of If you them, had the yeah. honor of being parodied on The Simpsons, then yeah. that's, uh, that was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, favorite joke from the episode? Yeah, let's do Is this. Is it Mo? Is it Mo? Um, on a, what's your favorite? You gotta help me. Question one: What's your favorite joke? Question two: Why is it the Mo scene? <laughs> uh, after thinking about it, uh, yeah, it's the Mo scene. Um, and like, why is it the Mo scene? Because it finally reveals him. <laughs> it outs him. It outs him for being this this just despicable character. Yeah. And. And it does it in just the funniest possible way. <laughs> like, it's absurd. The, the scene is absolutely absurd, 
right? And, and how we and when we de- deconstructed it, it's like, wow! If you actually think about it, how did he think this was a good idea? How do you go through all of those steps <laughs> yeah. to arrive at this point? Like, yeah, where would you have to be? You, They're gonna take his thumbs. That's where yeah. he is. Blanche, you gotta help me. <laughs> The stakes but also are where, very high for him. But also, where does he think it's gonna go? Like, does he actually think he's gonna come in? Like, hello, and like, he's so oh, desperate. Oh, he's your so knees desperate. are broken. Good. All right, I'll bet on Lisa's team. Goodbye. Yeah. And they're like, oh, what a what a nice man. Like, no, <laughs> like no one wants this, Mo. I just love the way he enters. Hello, hello, <laughs> Adam. They could have locked the door and it would have solved everything. <laughs> but then we wouldn't have had that fantastic scene and. Uh, yeah. Well, it would have been all for nothing. Um, I uh, I appreciated that uh, the Quickie Mart team is a reference to price gouging. It yeah. took me a really long time to figure out that's what their team was. Like, Mighty Pigs was pretty obvious. I mean, yeah. Looking like a pig as he does. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> Look at his nose. <laughs> but uh, that's... Uh, that, that's probably the best name you could have come up with for the uh, Quickie Mart team. Yeah. Favorite joke, the most seen is fantastic. The other one that I'd want to highlight is uh, the fact that Marge still has Milhouse's teeth. <laughs> yes. Stop showing us those, Mom. <laughs> oh. I don't know why she what keeps weird... them. Just as like a, a well, she thinks potatoes warning are of <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe <laughs> just like a grim warning of things to come. Like don't don't get your teeth knocked out but then and she like doesn't the, even give them back yeah, to the point he, where milhouse has to like dentist come to their to house. the house he has <laughs> a, like he has a dentist yeah, on he has call. the dentist with him yeah. <laughs> so he knew that it. she had them because he knew to go there yeah. and like <laughs> somehow the dentist was like where are they at my my friends my mo- my friend's mom has them he's like all right let's go get them <laughs> <laughs> it's so bizarre do you have my teeth no, no. Uh, my favorite is probably um, mostly there's there's several parts of this scene that I love, but for some reason the way Marge says, "Now Homer, don't you eat this pie," <laughs> and then his immediate like, "I'm just gonna do this." Hop, hop, hop. <laughs> if you get eaten, it's your own fault. And then he just closes his eyes yeah. and starts walking forward <laughs> doing it and bangs his head so hard on the. The thing above the he stove. He dents the range hood. <laughs> he yeah. physically he dents, dents it. it with his head. And, <laughs> but like, and then of course, Hell with like it. he, yeah, yeah, like he's he's clearly very hurt. Yeah. <laughs> he, oh, he Danny just, just has the best pain <laughs> sound. Like it's great. <laughs> he, he just screams for a bit, and then he's just like, oh, "The hell with it! I'm gonna eat this pie now. Like I deserve this." <laughs> <laughs> this. And he just starts eating it with his whole hand. Yeah, ah, oh, it's so so. Lovely. One of my favorite super cuts of just like Homer repeatedly getting badly hurt throughout the series <laughs> oh, it's the best. has that in it, and then immediately follows it up with him getting a chair broken oh, that's on my him in the favorite. Bathtub. That's like one of my favorite <laughs> screams of pain I've ever. Because he screams, and then he kind of has this confusion <laughs> because he's like, why did this just you? happen? But then he's back to pain. He's like, ow, ow. Oh, it's so good! Like the fact that you, that Dan can do a like a journey. Yeah. The character has its own little mini journey and just screams <laughs> is uh, just a testament to uh, how brilliant he is. Yeah, it's true. Um, well, uh, that just about does it for 
for this episode. This has been kind of a supersized episode because we've missed a few, a uh, few weeks, uh, and repeatedly gotten distracted all kinds of times. It's great. I love it. Um, Wonderful thanks, tangents, everybody. Yeah, thanks again for coming on, Adam. That was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me. Um, what's our next episode? Well, next time we're going to get a peek into Rowdy Roddy Peeper with Homer Badman. Nice. Uh, <laughs> nice. Okay. Fantastic. That'll be fun. Here comes a bouncing ball of justice. Yeah. Uh, it's a good episode. <laughs> yeah, it is a good, so, yeah. so that's one we're going to talk about next time. Uh, might be in the new year. Maybe not. We'll see if we'll Greg see. gets back here or not. Yeah, we'll see. But uh, uh, got anything to plug? No. <laughs> this can, podcast. You can plug YYC <laughs> again. Simpsons YYC. Yes. Uh, Simpsons Trivia YYC. We do uh, Simpsons Trivia one Saturday every month down at uh, Dickens Pub. Uh, next show is Saturday, January 13th, 2018. Lovely. Hashtag time for chili. Nice. Follow us on Twitter at Woohoo YYC. I am in A Christmas Carol at the Banff Springs Hotel. For tickets, check out christmasatthecastle.com or, uh, or sorry, .ca and uh, BanffLiveTheater.com. BanffLiveTheater.com is probably the one you want to go to. So. Will, will the uh, Grand Ballroom at the Banff Springs also be hosting the World Series of Bumper Cars this year? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, yes, fabulous. They will, yes, well, they will, Ken. Well, let's uh, let's get our tickets early then. All right. Fantastic. I guess I, I guess I should probably plug my trivia too. Uh, if you like trivia, we're doing a special holiday themed movie trivia at Dickens Pub, December twentieth, just five days before Christmas. Nice. So if you like Christmas movies, we're gonna talk about them. That's cute. Yeah. Find out more at uh, Kevin Bacon's Six Degrees of Movie Trivia on Facebook. Nice. Uh, but that's it for us here at Two Bad Neighbors. Indeed. Thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you, Adam, for joining us. And uh, you can reach us at the Hammock District on third at gmail.com. Numerical three. And uh, you can also follow us on Facebook. Uh, like us on Facebook, rather. Follow us on Twitter. And follow us on Instagram. We have that now. So Yay! <laughs> do all that good stuff. We like social media interactions. And leave us a review on iTunes. We love getting some five-star reviews. That always help, helps. It help people it help it help people find us. It does. I've been talking a lot today, so I'm gonna stop. Thanks again for listening, everybody. Keep watching the ski. Bye.